Okay, are we ready? Yep. Don't see why not. All right, here you go. There's a D20 for each of you. Got to roll for initiative. Oh, okay. I got an eight. I got 11. All right, Linnea, you get to intro the show. Okay. Hello and welcome to Lunchbox Reaction. This week on the show, we'll, we'll be doing our pop culture references. We talk about the new D&D movie and fortune cookies. It is April 2023, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for the welcome. Are you ready to introduce yourselves? I'm here sure. today with... Evan, that's me. And... And my name is Brian. Welcome, everyone. And I'm Linnea. Welcome back to the show. Thank we've been waiting for you. Yeah, we've been expecting you. <laughs> okay. To our little humble abode in this giant wave of podcasts that you could be listening to right now. How's everyone feeling about spring? I'm looking forward to it. It's not here yet. <laughs> it's very cold up in Minnesota. Yeah, this week. This week it's supposed to get up in the 70s. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Not super cold, but lots of snow. No, most of the snow's melting, though. We don't have much left Still in our... Still there, though. Lake hasn't fully unfreezed yet. You mean unfrozen? Is it unfrozen or unfreezed? Just let it go. Ha 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 Funny frozen uh-huh. joke. All right, who wants to go off first with the pop culture reference? I'll go first so no one steals mine. <laughs> oh, jeez, okay. There's a new trailer out for Ahsoka. Ooh. I don't know if you've seen that. Evan, have you seen that? I haven't seen it yet. There's oh, yeah. been so many new trailers yeah, for things. Yeah, yeah. So Disney's Star Wars, the new Ahsoka series, trailer's out. I have to say, it looks like a video game to me. I don't know. The backgrounds just looked really odd to me. Like, they didn't look you know, photoreal like I've come to expect from things like The Mandalorian or, or whatnot. It just looks like she's walking around in a video game set. I, I don't know. It just struck me as really odd. I have heard that some backgrounds for Mandalorian are made in, like, Unity or other video game developing softwares. But they still look realistic. Maybe right, yeah. trying that with Ahsoka and just not doing as well. Yeah, I don't know. I just talk, I'll have to get get uh, I'll have to get your opinion once you watch it. But anyway, that's my my little pop culture tidbit. Who's next? Evan. Oh, okay. Um, mine is that they made a or they put out a trailer for Secret Invasion, which is going to be a new Marvel movie starring Nick Fury as he's trying to save the world from aliens who are also shapeshifters. Yeah, I watched that trailer. It looks a lot more dark and gritty than the regular Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder um, if he's supposedly going to save the world and he's just, he's kind of a normal guy, right? Not, yeah. He doesn't really have superpowers other than his ability to just survive pretty much anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people in the Marvel Universe have that. Yeah. So, yeah, were there... I'm trying to remember, in the trailer, were there some superheroes? I don't that, think so. That we've known? I, uh, I've i watched so many trailers lately. It's I hard know to... there were the aliens that some had super abilities. Right, yeah. I don't know if there were any superheroes, though. Well, now, it's your turn. So, like, wasn't there that new Marvel thing coming out with, like, the Beatle guy? <laughs> oh, that's DC. I mean, if oh, you mean Blue Beetle. Yeah, that one. That's, that's, there's a that's trailer for that. A new thing. 
but that wasn't my main one. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh yeah, so this is one that Evan told me. So we've been talking about all the live action things being made. And so now we have Moana being made live action. Yep. Yeah, you two were talking about that. I still hadn't, I haven't seen that anywhere. There was like an announcement. Did, did... Not trailer, just an announcement okay. made by The Rock. By The Rock, oh. The, the Rock, Rock who's himself. playing Maui, right? Is he going to be in it as? Yeah, he's just going to be Maui. Okay. Wow. I don't know how well that's going to work. I feel like this is more of a rock movie than a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. Like Moana, I was also talking about this on our on my way to the D&D movie with my friends and we were like it's only been 7 years. How can how much nostalgia is there for a movie that is 7 years old? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so you think that to make a live action remake there has to be nostalgia for it? I mean, that seems like the trend more recently, but apparently not now. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe they're going to make it re- really dark and gritty. <laughs> <laughs> Moana after midnight. <laughs> that would be interesting. I really do want to know how they're going to do Tamatoa the crab. CGI. It's going to have to be a live action crab. It's not going to look good. That would be a little scary. Yeah. It, maybe actually... Maybe the rock's also playing Tamatoa. Yeah. <laughs> Is it just every if, character is going to be played every, by The Rock? What if every character except Moana is played by The Rock? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? No, Moana should also be played by The Rock. It should just be a rock movie. Except for the, was it the chicken or something? Oh, yeah. Mm. That can just be a, a chicken. Yeah, but it can be voice acted by The Rock. <laughs> or, or instead of a chicken, it could just be a rock. Or maybe they actually get Alan Tudyk, who did the voice of the chicken. He could just be the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta sit there. Yeah. Yeah, right. Just wander off the boat and fall in the water. <laughs> now that would be a movie I would want to see. All right. There we go. Well, that's our pop culture news. <laughs> Deep dive into what we'd like to see in a live action Moana movie. Now on to this week's topic. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Ooh. Have any of you, well, not Evan, but have you, Dad, seen any of the other Dungeons and Dragons movies? No. Although I did watch the the cartoon when it came out when I was a kid. There was a cartoon? There was a cartoon called Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. And it was a bunch of kids who got sucked into this other world, and they each got assigned a role. So there was a, you know, there was an archer and a mage and all these. And and the dungeon master was an actual little Yoda bald guy kind of figure, in a red cloak who was actually there, interacting with the kids. Wow, <laughs> it was it was very bizarre. <laughs> so what did you think of that show? Um. You know, it was so long ago, I don't remember much about it. Is it the reason that you didn't want to see this movie? No, no. no, I I explained that on our episode last week. Oh my gosh, the cartoon looks so old. (laughs) Show show me. It looks like all the old 80s things with like the characters who look like Barbies. Well, of course, that's that's when it came out. Wow, that looks like Star Wars Ewoks. I was expecting it to look like a good cartoon. You think all the characters look like Barbies? Yeah. What? (laughs) That looks like He-Man. Yeah. 
Like they all have like the same figure basically and uh -huh. just like different costumes sure. and hair. Okay. It's a lot anyway, of Anyway, we're not here to talk about that cartoon. We're here to talk about Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. So this movie came out a week or two ago. Was it? Probably. Probably. It stars uh, Chris Pine as the main character bard. His name is what? Like E Edrig? E do you oh, remember? I don't remember his name. You don't remember it his name. It was complicated. <laughs> Frankly, trying to remember their names was something I got really lost at in the movie. It's just like, whatever. They it's all had just strange like names. normal D&D. Names are just so complicated. I remember the name of his daughter. <laughs> I, I There's a character in my campaign that is, that's just like Ted XE392746 or something. And I don't know why their last name is that. But it's very weird. Is that not a backstory? No. No, it's just their last name. Yeah, uh yeah. So Chris Pine plays Edgrin Ed no Edgin. Edgin Darvis, <clears throat> who is a bard. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez plays Holga Kilgore, the barbarian. Sophia Lillis plays Doric. I believe that was the uh owlbear creature or druid. Mm, probably. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh Justice Smith was Simon Almer, the mage. Uh, we had a special appearance by uh, Regé Jean Page, who played a paladin. Was that was he a paladin? Do you think? Probably. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. Lawful good paladin. Lawful good. And also in the movie uh, was Hugh Grant as Forge Fitzwilliam. Wait, who else has he been? Oh, Hugh Grant. Yeah. Well, he was he was in. Um, let's see. Uh, what would have you have seen him? Oh, he was in Love Actually. Yeah, he was in Love Actually. Yeah. Who was he there? He was the uh, prime minister. Oh. Oh, he was in Glass Onion too. He was Benoit Blanc's apartment mate. Mm. Yeah, just that was just a little bit part. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> getting far afield. So yeah, there's a rundown of the characters. Well, and and Lene, you might recognize Michelle Rodriguez from Lost. Yeah, yeah. You remember her? Yeah, yeah. she was on Lost. Yeah. She was the cop. Yep, she was the cop. You got it. Yep. And Chris Pine, so the main character. Have you guys seen him in any other shows? Uh, I'm thinking, you know, I know him from Star Trek because he was he was in the Star Trek reboot. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. Oh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, he was in Wonder Woman. Oh yeah. Oh, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> good for him. Good for him. All right. Anyway, so getting on to the movie. What are your two initial thoughts? Why, why specifically Our two? Our two initial thoughts? Yeah, you two. What do you think? Oh. Oh. I thought you meant, like, like each of us have two initial <laughs> sure. thoughts. Sure. All right. Yeah. What are our okay, two well, initial thoughts? My first thought was that there wasn't really a lot I could tell about how it related to Dungeons and Dragons. Like, it just kind of felt like some generic fantasy world. My second thought is that I like the paladin. Evan? Oh, my, my two thoughts. <laughs> two thoughts. Go for it. I guess that's what we're doing now. I'll, like, okay. Um, my first thought is kind of like Linnea's. It does feel like a separate fantasy world that only really connects through the, like, monsters. But that is literally every campaign in Dungeons Dragons. So it makes sense, I guess. And my second thought is that the story is kind of bland i feel like still good though <laughs> it's kind of bland but still good <laughs> bland but still good <laughs> okay and what like makes when it... you're like when you're eating bread yeah <laughs> the story is like bread 
Like, it, it doesn't feel like the most important part of the movie. So what is the most important part of the movie? I feel it's, like, where they go and just, like, the adventure, kind of. Not really, like, the full, like, we have to save my daughter from the evil guy. That's, I don't know. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm interested in that because, so, to me, okay, so, Lynette, I, I think I'm going to have the exact opposite thing of you. You were saying that it didn't seem like Dungeons & Dragons? Well, I, I couldn't see how it related to okay. Dungeons & Dragons. Because to me, I think this is totally like Dungeons & Dragons in the sense that I feel like it just kind of meanders all over, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like an actual campaign might if you're playing Dungeons & Dragons, how we just have all these little side quests, and now we're going to go do this, and now we're going to go do that. And to me, they were kind of heading toward a point at the end, but they, there were just all these detours that felt like the writers were just trying to cram in all these sort of things. <laughs> I mean, maybe the way that an actual campaign would work, because if you're playing Dungeons & Dragons, you know, it's just weird things keep happening, and then your players do this, and your players do that, and, and whatnot. So to me, it was that meandering quality that made it feel like Dungeons & Dragons, but at the same time, that quality doesn't really work for me making a movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Suppose I meant it didn't relate to D and D more in the way that like you guys were talking about how you could see, oh, they must have rolled badly on that. But like I didn't I haven't played as much so I don't, didn't really know like about how if they were fighting, how that would have related to playing the game. I do feel like the fights were more not just take turns, but more just hit the person. Yeah. Yeah, well you can yeah. So in Dungeons and Dragons in the game you you take turns going back and forth. But yeah, in a movie, you can't really do that. It's just all out fighting. <laughs> also, there, were, there weren't like as many fights in the movie as I would really think for a D&D movie. Because normally D&D is like half fights and the other half role play. But this is, this is more like maybe two thirds role play, probably more. There was a lot of name dropping. Uh, in the movie, and name dropping meaning things from Dungeons and Dragons, like Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter, and and just all these. They kept throwing in all these various things. Uh, Elminster, you know, any any longtime D and D fan will will recognize a lot of these places and names and things. Morden Canaan. So they probably didn't mean anything to I you. Remember, I remember. I remember Neverwinter. Neverwinter. Okay. And how about you, Evan? I don't really know many of the locations. Okay. Yeah. Because. In all of the campaigns, at least the campaign that I'm doing that I can remember the best, we're in like a completely different world. Sure, yeah, you're just making it up or whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was that was my main point that I was trying to get across last week when when we talked about the D and D movie just briefly, and I said to me, I don't know how you can make a movie out of Dungeons and Dragons because to me it's it's personal. It's you and your friends sitting around on a Friday night eating pizza and just being silly and fighting monsters and, and making your own story. And, and to see a different story, it just feels like a faux fantasy kind of movie. Is that what you were saying, Linnea? Something about just a generic fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, without that like personalized element to it, it's not really as interesting. Mm-hmm. It would be really cool if the audience before the movie got to make the main character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe once chat GPT and all these AI things coming out you can just make a movie on the fly with your characters yeah you take your campaign and then just like put it into like image ai bot and it generates a movie for you so we've talked a little about the story we've talked a little about about the characters what did you think of the special effects i thought they were good yeah i thought the movie looked 
like really good at sometimes, just average at others. There was like one moment at the start or something that I noticed that that it felt off, but the rest of the movie was definitely. I feel like that one, the one bird guy in the jail, I felt like he looked a little off, but I also thought that added a comedic element to it. The bird guy definitely looks like a puppet. (laughs) Like, I thought it was funnier that way, (laughs) because that's kind of how I imagined those bird creatures to look. So is this movie, do you think this is serious, or is it can't be fun, silly? That part was definitely can't be fun, (laughs) Yeah, because they were, I mean, they were trying to go for a lot of humor. Yeah, I feel like that's what would happen in a campaign. You'd be like, instead of trying to just get out of jail the normal way, you're like, let's go fly on the judge to get out, who just mm-hmm. happens to be a bird person. A bird person, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of humor that they were that they were going for in the movie, and and there there were points that I laughed out loud. I know this mom laughed a lot. <laughs> Back to the effects. I think the one well, so there's a few things that bothered me. I guess is that I think it's just generally hard to do a good fantasy setting because I feel like when I see movies that are set in a fantasy world they just don't seem real whereas movies in a sci-fi setting I, I find much easier to accept wait what about like Lord of the Rings well yeah that see that that's what I kind of base everything off of because I think Lord of the Rings was they met the bar and they, they exceeded the bar and they kind of mm-hmm. set the bar and this just felt like we're on some sets and there's some nice CGI backdrops and you know here's a nice cave we're in and whatnot. I don't know. It just once again, I think the idea of you know, playing D and D in your mind, you know, where you can imagine all these things, is just more much more realistic than seeing it on screen. I think the chess monster was the most realistic character. <laughs> the chess monster. Yeah, it, okay. it was really realistic. Another thing that really bothered me was when we had the halfling in there. What's the halfling? Well, where the it's the really short guy. The really short guy. It was, uh, like, it was like the the barbarian's former boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. And again, going back to Lord of the Rings, where where they did such a good job of making the hobbits look like short people next to tall people. Those effects just didn't really work for me. It, it looked like one second he was only like half her height, but then the next second he was like a quarter of her height. Yeah, I don't know. It just those scenes did not work for me at all. I just didn't didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that now I don't know if you recognized him. That was that was Bradley Cooper. I recognize the name. <laughs> little bit part. He's the voice of Rocket Raccoon. Oh, <laughs> playing a very different character. Playing a very different character. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, music. Did you notice the music at all? Do you have any thoughts about it? I didn't really notice the music. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I just, I kind of felt it was this just was very... This was like generic fantasy It music. was just very generic, yeah. <laughs> I, if there you was ask, that one song that they sung like two times. That Chris Pine song? Yeah. Yeah. I just meant like the music in general, like, you know, the fighting. Yeah. Or, there's no, there's no grand score or anything. Like if you ask me to hum the theme be like what there was a theme not on how to train your dragons level (laughs) right oh yeah 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 not on how to train your dragons level that's for sure do you think that was a good fantasy backdrop yeah that was great (laughs) fantasy backdrop i think also it's just that there has to be like an element of world building too mm -hmm. anything you two want to talk about what was your favorite character my favorite character was the lawful good paladin i found him amusing zenk yendar (laughs) I really liked when he just 
when they were talking about whether it was going to go around or over the rock. <laughs> I think I liked the druid. Who was that? That was Doric, the, the young woman who had the, the, the horns on her head. Yeah, the shapeshifter. I mean, they were all fine. I My think. favorite was the lord. I didn't like him. Oh, you mean Forge yeah. Fitzwilliam? Forge Fitzwilliam. He was my favorite. <laughs> and why? why is that? Because he was... He, was he actually like, seemed like a good dad. He was going to like abandon her and kill her. No, he wasn't even going to abandon her. He well, was going to bring her with. But then at the very end, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurt her because I want the money more. Like he held a knife to her throat and was like, even if you love someone, you got to get what you want. But he treated her nicely for two years. That doesn't matter. <laughs> He's still a good guy. He's still a good. He threatened his daughter's life just so he could get money. Wait, did we see the same movie? <laughs> <laughs> My least favorite character was the Red Witch, though, the main antagonist. She was annoying. Really? Okay. She wasn't scary or anything. Yeah, it was just at the end of the she day didn't an have emo like, witch. She didn't have a very fun personality. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't that much interesting about her. I feel like the the most interesting times was when she was with Lord Lord Fitzwilliam. Fitzwilliam. Because he he made it fun. Speaking of how to train your dragon, Linnea. At one point in this movie it, it felt like how to train your dragon because we had the a big dragon that yeah when i saw that it immediately reminded me of the first movie yeah yeah it was almost the end of the movie big Mm -hmm. dragon coming out of a wall chasing him around like what (laughs) (laughs) unfolding its wings and yeah like hmm i've I've seen this before (laughs) just a very fat dragon yeah a fat dragon i guess i've never seen that before Uh, yeah that very pudgy dragon (laughs) i like that didn't it didn't really walk around it just slithered like it just slid. It slid and jumped on the occasion. This is making me want to watch How to Train Your Dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go rewatch that after this episode. So, Evan, so you went and saw this with your friends, right? Yeah. What did any of your friends think about it? Um, because you, and the friends you saw it with was your Dungeons Dragons group. Yeah. So, tell us as a group your reaction. I mean, they all thought it was really good. They definitely connected it with D&D. I don't know. I I haven't had much time to ask him about it. Mm, you didn't talk about it after the movie was over? I'm like, oh, that was a so bit. cool. I mean... So who do you think this movie is aimed at? Is it aimed at people who play D&D? Is it aimed at people who don't? Is it, like, does it matter? People who play D&D. Because I feel like if you don't play D&D, it'll just seem like a regular fantasy movie. Is that bad? It's not the target audience. <laughs> okay. The company is just de- definitely trying to get money from the from D and D. Okay. What about you, Linnea? What I mean, yeah. To me, it just seemed like a generic fantasy movie. Yeah, fantasy movie. <laughs> Did it inspire you at all, or make you want to see a sequel? Do you care about these characters at all? Well, I mean, not enough that I'd want there to be a sequel. <laughs> How about you, Evan? There's definitely going to be a sequel at this point because the movie seems to be doing really well, and they didn't leave it like closed for a sequel. But in terms of wanting it, probably not. Yeah, for me, it's just a generic fantasy movie that happens to be set using Dungeons & Dragons lore, in a way, I guess. That's what it felt like, yeah. And do I really care about these characters? Mm. Not really. Except the paladin. Except the paladin. I liked him. 
I mean, they're you know they're they were fun for the two hours we saw them, but you know it's I don't to me it wasn't earth shattering or anything. Yeah, I I do like just being at an AMC theater because we always hear before the movie that one person saying an AMC theater. <laughs> <laughs> that one I don't even know who she is, but he like dresses like a celebrity. Well, she is a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> she is. But I remember. I always wondered, like, if, if someone doesn't know who someone is, but they just, like, if someone's not a celebrity, but they dress like that, would people just assume they're a celebrity and start being really, like, respectful? Yeah. Uh, her name is Nicole Kidman. That's the AMC actress. AMC Theatres. Yeah. In fact, at, at this year's Oscars, the yeah, opening they monologue, they made a joke about her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we come to AMC Theatres for... She always looks way too excited to be watching Jurassic Park. (laughs) I'm going to watch people be eaten by dinosaurs. Stories matter because movies make us feel like stories matter because at AMC theaters, they do. Just like majestically walking through the rain into the theater. Somehow in the middle of the theater, it's raining. It's no one else is what? in the audience. I don't know. It's- yeah, yeah, that's yeah, no one else. Well, you know, it was filmed during the pandemic, so she yeah. probably just, she's the only one there. <laughs> that's why she had to convince other, everyone else to go. All right, back to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to say, or should we wrap this up? I think we can wrap it up. Okay. I think we should wrap it up. Well, it was a fun, wide-ranging discussion. Uh, I'll go first. You can probably tell from the way I've been talking about it. I, I don't know. I'll I might give it a five and a half. I mean, it was it was fine. It was average. I like the actors, but the story was just kind of eh. And the effects were average. The music, nothing to write home about. I mean, there were, there were some funny bits, but I mean, the few funny bits that we've mentioned were probably the only things that stuck with me. Other than the, I don't know if it's a spoiler to to say probably the funniest bit was the. Uh, talking with the the dead people <laughs> I mean that that was kind of amusing but yeah five and a half it was average I think I'll give it a five and a half too for the same reasons I'm gonna give it a seven because I think the comedy really improved it all right there we go that's our quick review of Dungeons and Dragons honor among thieves if you have a different take on the uh, the movie and you really loved it hey write us a note let us know why we're wrong or tell us insult us as much as you (laughs) want tell us maybe why you agree with us (laughs) um yeah we'd love to hear from you either way so now it's time to move on to fortune cookies i have be a generous friend and a fair enemy oh wow sounds like a (laughs) sun zoo quote sounds like a dungeons and dragons quote really my fortune this week is adversity is the first path to truth. Okay. Sounds like another Dungeons and Dragons quote. <laughs> Mine is everything serves to further. To further what? I don't know. It just says everything serves to further. So, that sounds like a villain quote. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> it sounds very ominous. It feels like half the fortune is missing. Everything serves to further. My reign of terror. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a villain quote, like I said. Right, yeah. All right. Well, there we go. That wraps up this episode of Lunchbox Reaction. Thank you for listening. Uh, The 
three of us this week. Uh, I've been Brian. I've been Linnea. And I've not been Evan. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Uh, look forward to seeing you next week on our next episode. But we'll not see you on Twitter. <laughs> you can find <laughs> us on the away. web at lunchboxreaction.net. And find us on all your various podcast download places, Spotify, Apple, you know, all the usual ones. And other than that, this is us signing off. We'll see you all see next see week. See you all next week at, at the, the lunch, lunch table. table. <laughs> what was that laugh? <laughs>